This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 904, Beyond the Inbox, Rules for Reducing Email, by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And I am Dan, and I'm your host and narrator here, and uh, welcome back to another episode of Optimal Startup Daily, where I read to you every single day from some of the best business and entrepreneurship blogs out there, kind of like an ongoing audiobook with uh, shorter chapters, five to 10 minutes a day is what we do here. So with that, let's get right to our post for today as we optimize your life. Beyond the Inbox, Rules for Reducing Email by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. In a recent post, I warned that a sudden shift to remote work could inadvertently push knowledge workers into a state of inbox capture in which essentially all of their time outside of Zoom calls ends up dedicated to sending and receiving email or Slack messages. As I hinted, I think the best solutions here require radical changes to how these organizations operate. In the short term, however, I thought it might be useful to provide a few ideas about what individuals can do right away to avoid the perils of this state of capture. It's important to first bust a popular belief. The key to spending less time in your inbox is not to simply check it less often. This advice is out of date, echoing a simpler time when emails were novel. In recent years, of course, this technology has unfortunately become the medium in which most work now unfolds. Ignoring your inbox for long stretches with no other accommodations might seriously impair your organization's operation. What's instead imperative is to move more of this work out of your inbox and into other systems that better support efficient execution. You can't, in other words, avoid this work, but you can find better alternatives to simply passing messages back and forth in an ad hoc manner throughout the day. Here are three concrete rules along these lines to help clarify what I mean. Rule number one, never schedule a call or meeting using email. In our current moment in which casual conversations in the hallway or impromptu office visits are impossible, You have to be using meeting scheduling services that allow people to select a time from your list of available times. Use Calend.ly. Use Acuity. Use the features built into Microsoft Outlook. And if you're setting up a group meeting, use Doodle. But do not let this coordination unfold as a slow back and forth exchange of messages, as this is guaranteed to keep you in a state of constant, agitated inbox checking. Rule number two. Immediately move obligations out of your inbox and into role-specific repositories. I currently inhabit four professional roles, writer, teacher, researcher, and director of graduate studies for my department. For each of these roles, I set up a Trello board that includes a column for things I'm working on actively, things I'm waiting to hear back about from someone else, things on my back burner that I'm not yet ready to tackle and a list of ambiguous or complicated things that I need to spend some time on figuring out. Every email I receive immediately gets moved to one of these columns in one of my Trello boards. This might seem arbitrary, but it's actually critical to keeping me away from endless inbox wrangling. It means, among other benefits, that I can focus on one role at a time. For example, when I'm spending time on my role as Director of Graduate Studies, I'm only exposed to information about this role preventing energy-sapping context shifts. I can see the whole picture of what's on my plate and make smart decisions about what I want to work on in the moment. Seeing the status of my obligations in one place also significantly simplifies the process of consolidating multiple tasks and identifying systems that might make work more efficient in the future. 
I'm in the process, for example, of launching an FAQ page on our departmental website that instructs our graduate students how to execute many common activities without needing to send me ambiguous emails. This approach is an order of magnitude more efficient than instead collapsing all of these obligations into a haphazard jumble piled up in a single, undifferentiated inbox. And rule number three, hold office hours. Set up a recurring Zoom meeting for set times every week when you guarantee to be present. As much as possible, when people send you an ambiguous request or initiate a conversation that will require a lot of back and forth, point them toward your office hours schedule and tell them to stop by next time they can to discuss. It's a simple idea, but it can reduce the number of attention-snagging back-and-forth electronic messages in your professional life by an order of magnitude. Us professors, of course, have long used this strategy to moderate student interaction into more sustainable patterns that work better for all parties involved. In our current period of widespread remote work, however, this should be much more common. You just listened to the post titled Beyond the Inbox, Rules for Reducing Email by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks to Cal, who is a popular writer with a book that is really being talked about everywhere, it seems. It's called Deep Work, and it's one of six self-improvement books that he's written. Cal completed his undergraduate studies at Dartmouth College in 2004 and received a PhD from MIT in 2009 in computer science. He went on to work as a postdoc associate in the MIT computer science department, and he eventually moved on to Georgetown University, where these days he is a tenured professor of computer science. Cal's work focuses on distributed algorithms in challenging network scenarios, so he's a pretty smart guy. And again, he has multiple popular books that are worth your time to check out. Plus, you can see his blog called Study Hacks, and finally, you can check out his podcast, which is called Deep Questions. And all of that can be found at calnewport.com. So that is going to do it for me today, and I very much appreciate you being here and uh, listening all the way through, and I will catch you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.